Institute. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com. afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Also, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. That's where you can listen live 
also Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Hey, the podcast is always available for you 24-7 uh, at your favorite podcasting platform, Anchor, uh, Anchor Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, iHeart, uh, TuneIn, you name it, we're on it. Uh, if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com, and I'll do my best to get it on your favorite podcasting platform for you. Also, don't forget the uh, social media pages, um, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Also, Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans radio show is the, um, is the uh, Instagram feed as well. So, again, a lot of uh, ways for you to be able to keep up with the program. Uh, and don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans sports this week. Sean Vazan joins me on the program. Always good when Sean stops by. Going to have a lot of information. We'll talk about the Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans. That's Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on LAE. Uh, 6 p.m. rebroadcast on WLAE. On uh, the Deuce, WLAE-TV2 at 10 p.m. on Thursday night. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. Uh, Saturday, 2 a.m. That's Saturday morning, 2 a.m. at uh, WLAE-TV2. And then finishing up on the weekend at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com. And uh, always on our social media platforms as well as the WLAE-TV uh, YouTube page. So check it out there. Got a great show for you today. Looking forward to this show. Uh, Gary Smith of the Wave Report and also NOLA.com is going to join us at 440. We'll get an update on what's going on with the Tulane basketball team, what's happening with Tulane football, a lot of comings and goings there. Also, he covered the UNO privateers uh, for the advocates. So we'll get his take on again uh, what Coach Schles's privateers are looking like as well. Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com joins us at 510, just after that first uh, break coming out of the uh, top of the hour. We'll talk to him about what's going on with LSU, including, again, the brand-new defensive coordinator. As we mentioned yesterday, the contract has been signed. Uh, Durante Jones, former Vikings defensive back coach, is now the LSU defensive coordinator, uh, was uh, highly recommended by Dave Aranda. Uh, he served under Dave Aranda for one year at, at Wisconsin when Aranda was the defensive coordinator there. Uh, he's got some ties to Louisiana, a couple of Louisiana high schools he coached at. Uh, so, again, he knows the uh, recruiting uh, uh, grounds here. Also was at Nichols, Nichols for a while, and uh, he's made the, made the rounds, again, from uh, the, the, the subdivision to, again, to, to Division I uh, to the pros, and now taking on uh, his defensive coordinator job. He, did have a, he was a defensive coordinator at one of the uh, subdivision schools at one time. So, uh, as I mentioned yesterday, the, what has been talked about with him is uh, the fact that he's a teacher and a communicator. So uh, we'll find out more about that, and we'll talk to Brian Lazar about him at 510. Fletcher Mackle joins us at 535. We'll go heavy Saints and also uh, Pelicans with him. A lot going on with the Pels. Of course, last night, you know, Pelicans-San Antonio was postponed because of contact tracing. It had, no, from what we understand today, no, no one from the team, players, uh, coaches, tested positive. It was someone that is a, that is a member of the staff from both the um, – uh, the, the Spurs and, and the Pelicans that, that are non-essential staff that, 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 are, um, that, that somehow either contacted um, uh, COVID-19 or uh, was involved in a contacting, contact tracing with someone that had COVID-19. Now, look, there's no word on what's going to happen here. Uh, the, 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 the Pels are on a, on a six-game homestand now. They've got the uh, Wizards on Wednesday and the Bucks on Friday. Uh, we don't know if that's ultimately going to uh, lead to a postponement of the Bucks and the Wizards. Uh, we shall see. But hopefully, again, because no one tested positive uh, for, for the uh, Pelicans, that they'll be able to go out and play. Uh, the other part of this is if, if ultimately someone would have tested positive, 
that there would have been no no practice. So that would have even even retarded the progress more of this team, which means every single second they can get on the practice floor uh, to be able to, again, conform to Van Gundy's system, learn how to play defense, learn how to play team ball within with, within within themselves. I mean, so many things, again, that, that this young team is hurting right now. We talked a lot about it yesterday, and we'll get into it with Fletcher Mackle at, at around 535. But uh, as we start today's program, uh, we're going to talk a lot about the Saints. And there's been a lot of talk over the last few weeks, ever since, uh, again, it became apparent that Drew Brees was going to retire. Then, of course, after, after the, uh, the loss uh, uh, in the playoffs, uh, the, uh, having to uh, you know, find out about all the injuries that, 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 that occurred this year and the body language of him and his wife. I mean, everything leads to, again, Brees is going to retire. So everybody's thinking, who's the next quarterback? Okay, who's going to be the next quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? And it's really a a complicated answer on that because this team is still built to be able to win. Yeah, it got a lot more complicated with now Tom Brady at um, uh, in Tampa Bay for at least another season, maybe longer, uh, and how he's turned that that particular program around. We've been waiting on the Atlanta Falcons forever with the talent that they have to turn it around. Uh, you look at Carolina, and Carolina uh, still a, a kind of a, a, a team in flux, but then again, they've made some changes in their front office and with their coaching staff, and you know they expect to be at least in the mix within the next couple seasons. But the Saints are built to win now. And, and the question is, do you go out and get a veteran signal caller that can, that can help you continue to win now, or do you, uh, do you try to be able to stay in-house and stay with the quarterbacks that are in-house? And then if you go outside of, of, the, of the organization to be able to get another quarterback, how much does that cost you in terms of the retention of the talent that you have right now? And you see, that's got to be one of the keys going forward because this team is, is, is built to win. And you've got you to figure that, uh, and I'll get into this in a few minutes, that Loomis has a blueprint on how he's going to, how he's going to keep these players here in, in New Orleans. But does that also mean, uh, again, having enough cash to go out and to be able to spend on uh, a, a veteran quarterback? Uh, are you willing to give up the future in terms of draft picks uh, to go out and get a, uh, get a quarterback that, that can come in and start immediately for you and, and, and keep you in contention for a Super Bowl? It is a legitimate question. But with that said, when you start looking at this team right now, nobody on the planet, knows Jameis Winston better than Sean Payton. Nobody, okay? He's had to play against him since he left FSU and became a starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's seen him twice a year for four years. And then now he's had a chance to have him in this quarterback room for the entire season. Now, we also know a lot about Jameis Winston, right? I mean, anybody that, that, that has covered the Saints, you're a fan of the Saints, You've been watching him in the NFC South, and you know who Jameis Winston is. We know, again, there's a good Jameis, right? Okay? The good Jameis. A leader. A guy that can make all of the throws. He's big. He's athletic. He's a guy that, again, has has the ability to be able to run to get himself out of trouble. Uh, he's again, he's not a smaller quarterback like Drew Brees, where again, you got to be able to have that, that, that middle of the pocket open up so that, that he can step up into it and, and, and make the throw. He can see over the defense. He's got a strong arm. He's got an accurate arm. Okay. Uh, all the, all the things you want in a quarterback, 
it, it, Jameis Winston has those attributes. But unfortunately, we also know there's a bad Jameis. And if you're a Saints fan, you counted on the fact every time you took on Tampa Bay, whether it was home or away, that bad Jameis was going to rear his ugly head before the end of the game, and you had a chance. No matter whether you were behind or not, you had a chance with bad Jameis because he was going to turn the ball over. He was going to try to do something, uh, again, that, that, that was unorthodox uh, to try to maybe help his team win, but in essence ended up, again, hurting his team. He's impatient. He's a guy that makes bad decisions. He believes his arm can overcome any coverage. He can fit it in anywhere. It doesn't matter whether it's a double coverage, triple coverage. He's got the arm to fit it in. And because of that, because of the mistakes that he's made, and if you look at his stats, you see it. You see the touchdowns. You see the interceptions. You see the fumbles. You see all the issues that, again, that plagued him at Tampa Bay, which is one of the reasons why they walked away. But, look, let's, let's be honest here. It's not the only reason they walked away. They also walked away because they knew that they had a chance at Tom Brady. You know, my, my guess is if Tom Brady wasn't knocking on the door of Tampa Bay, you might have still saw Jameis Winston sign the, uh, pick, up the, the pick up that fifth-year option and maybe sign an extension, possibly. But Jameis has, again, throughout his career, has kept his uh, opponents in the, in the game, and nobody knows that better than Saints fans. Nobody knows that better than Sean Payton. But he's got attributes. The, one, the, the above attributes that I mentioned. He also has experience. He started 76 games in his career. Okay, that's a lot of games in the NFL, 76 games. So you're getting a guy that has been through, a war, been through the wars. He come, comes in as an inexperienced player and, and has, to, uh, has to be able to work through those things as, as a quarterback for Tampa Bay. Here's my hope. Here's the, the probably what also that Peyton is, is kind of hanging his hat on here. Hopefully a year with Peyton and Breeze, and the ability to learn this offense with no pressure to perform because there was no way he was getting on the field, okay? Even when Breeze got hurt, he came on for a, just, a, just a cameo appearance to finish out the game, and it was Taysom Hill's job at that point. Why? Well, first of all, it was a promise that was made by Peyton to Taysom Hill. You are going to be my backup quarterback. You're going to have the chance to be able to play if Breeze goes down, and Peyton kept that promise. Of course, he paid him handsomely as well. But there was no pressure for him to perform this year. None at all. To be able to learn from how Breeze prepares, okay, week after week after week, game after game after game, uh, in season, out of season, how he prepares his body and mind for the game. That's, that, that is, that's priceless for, for Jameis Winston, who again said he was coming to New Orleans to again learn under Breeze and Peyton. He's gotten a head start on the concepts and the depth of the playbook that's been developed over 15 years for a guy like Drew Brees, but again can be tweaked, as we've seen, for either a Jameis Winston or a Taysom Hill. But now he's had a year to be in that playbook. And I said this on social media last night. Maybe this is a sabbatical, okay, that, that we're seeing, this football sabbatical that we're seeing from, from Jameis Winston. Maybe, again, that will bury this bad Jameis once and for all. Because, in essence, he got a Ph.D. in quarterbacking this year. He got an opportunity to go in, again, with the best of the best and learn from the ground up. Winston has never had this kind of opportunity that, that, that he had in New Orleans. Because, again, he was thrown into the fire at FSU, thrown into the fire at Tampa Bay, and expected to perform. Well, there was no expectation to perform here. 
You ran the scout team. You practiced. You, you tried to learn as much as you could to soak up what you could from Peyton and Breeze. He's never had this kind of opportunity. The, the kind of opportunity he got this year with Peyton and Breeze. It's like he got a chance to study, study at the Oxford University of Offensive Football. Now, to me, if, if Winston could take what he has learned, add that to his God-given ability, you got to believe he's going to be a better quarterback. And if he isn't, shame on him because, again, this is the end of the road. If you ultimately can't make it under Drew Brees and Sean Payton, you're not going to make it anywhere else. You will be a perennial backup for the rest of your, rest of your career, if that. So this is an incredible opportunity for Jameis Winston. When we get back, we'll talk about Taysom Hill. And then we'll talk about, again, why it's important that, again, one of these two emerge as the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Quick break. We come back and we talk Taysom Hill. Don't go anywhere. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Delays remain steady if you travel along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side coming into the city from before Chapultulas to the O'Keefe exit. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit jpsojobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenuehowerhand.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 filet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504 
373-5733. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. Remember the bundle and save. It's always available for you. You can do the daily double. You include your generator along with your AC maintenance or, again, your tankless water heater along with your AC maintenance and save big. How about the trifecta? Include your generator maintenance along with your tankless water heater maintenance along with your air conditioning maintenance. And, again, you save big bucks. It's it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Family owned and operated since 1989. Fifteen trucks in the field. Nate certified technicians uh, that are on those trucks. And also, again, a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. I've trusted them since 1989. You can trust them as well. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, we talked about Jameis Winston. And, uh, look, he's got everything you want in a quarterback. The biggest problem with Jameis is, again, he's been a turnover machine. He's made bad decisions. But yet he's had an opportunity, again, to get a Ph.D. in offensive football. He's basically been at the Oxford University of Offensive Football for the last year. Uh, almost taking a sabbatical here, right? And no pressure on him to perform. All he's had to do is go out and learn under Breeze, learn the, the system, and hone his craft. That's it. Period. The end. We know he can play in the NFL. We know what's held him back as a quarterback. What's held him back as a quarterback is, again, the mistakes, the costly mistakes that keep other teams in games. Those are bad habits, but habits that can be broken if ultimately you get the right coaching and, and you have the ability to be able to, again, see with your eyes on, again, how one of the greatest of all time prepares himself week in, week out, not just for the game, but for his, his body, keeping his body well-tuned, ready for the NFL game. So there's a reason why they brought Jameis Winston in, and they brought him in on the cheap at a million dollars. By the way, he's an unrestricted free agent. Taysom Hill, he got paid, okay? He got paid to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. He's a prime example of a quarterback getting better, better under Peyton and Breeze. Look, he had a very good college career at BYU, okay? But we all know, just from being in here in New Orleans, that he excels as a jack-of-all-trades. But we saw him getting better as a quarterback in each of his years here in New Orleans. I mean, you go back in your mind's eye and think about Taysom, again, the first time he threw the football as a pro, here in New Orleans, and then you look at him during those preseason games a year from one year to the next, and you tell me how much better he's gotten. There's no doubt he got better. He got better this season. He's 3-1 and one as a starter in the NFL. Now, I don't think he's an NFL starter, but that's me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not Sean Payton. I'm not making the decisions here. That's just me looking at it, years of watching football, watching him. But I do think he's a quality backup. I think he's a guy that could come in in a pinch, three, four games, and again can win games for you. But I think he's invaluable as a jack-of-all-trades. So Peyton has said it over and over again. My next quarterback is already in the house. It's already here in the, in, in the room. I'm happy with the quarterback room that I have. So the question for Peyton is, is his comments about, again, the next quarterback being in the room, uh, is it to be taken seriously or not? The Saints are cap-strapped. When you talk about being cap-strapped right now, the priority for this team needs to be resigning their own players. The players they've cultivated, they've drafted, they've brought in, they're in the system, the players that they know. That needs to be the priority. And I've been talking about this for a while. If you look, you can get, you can get a little jaded if you, if you listen or watch what's going on or read what's happening nationally, right? And, and, and they're... And they're 
look from afar at what's going on with the Saints. They see, oh, $99 million over the cap. My gosh, there's no way they're going to have to cut everybody. No, they're not. They're not. I have no doubt that there's a plan in place, and I've been saying this all along, to retain the current talent despite COVID-19 losses that are affecting the cap. Loomis has been preparing for life after Breeze for a few years now, and he has structured current contracts to absorb the dead money. So they'll be able to keep, maybe not everyone, okay, but they'll be able to keep the core intact for this team. Because when you look at this core right now, you've got to say this core's got another five years of playoff runs in them with the right quarterback. With the right quarterback. And believe me, you know Sean Payton by now like I know Sean Payton by now. The dude doesn't want to lose. The dude knows what 7-9 and nine looks like, right? And he knows, again, how hot the seat got the first time around. And that was, again, with Drew Brees. And it was getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And, of course, they made the changes in the front office to be able to make sure they started to bring the talent in, Jeff Ireland. The drafts were better. All of a sudden, all of a sudden there was a quick turnaround after, again, uh, multiple great drafts. Sure, they lose Terry Fontenot, but, again, there's got to be somebody in, in waiting in terms, of, in terms of player personnel because they've hit on their free agents. So there hasn't been the bust that we've seen in free agency. Peyton knows what 7-9 and nine looks like. And he doesn't want to go through it again. He doesn't want his legacy tainted here. Is he going to end his tenure in, 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 as a Saints coach as a loser? So believe me, Luma says and Kai Harley and Peyton have been pre- preparing for this day for a while now. Now, COVID-19 throws a little monkey wrench in because, again, you've got more losses than, than you thought you were going to have, and normally the cap expands every single year. But I think they're ready, despite what the national media says. Sure, I'd love to have Matt Stafford, okay? I'd love to have Deshaun Watson, okay? But to keep the core intact, they may be forced to go with the quarterbacks that are on the roster. There will be a tell, though, and it'll be pretty soon from now. Because, again, already teams are already lining up. Last night I was reading, and, and, and they had a list of a bunch of quarterbacks that they either feel are going to be cut or going to be moved, they're going to be traded. So there's going to be a lot in flux in terms of the, of the quarterbacks in the NFL right now. That's great for, for a Saints team that just lost their, 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 their greatest player in the history of the organization. They happen to be a quarterback. So if Peyton is in the quarterback sweepstakes in the coming weeks, then we have our answer, right? We have our answer, that the quarterback is not in his room. But my guess is he's going to stay in-house unless there comes a deal his way that he absolutely cannot, again, not take advantage of, an offer he cannot refuse. I think he's going to stay in-house, and I think he's going to resign the core of his team so he can be in the mix of the playoffs for the next three to five years. Now, that doesn't preclude him from drafting a quarterback or going out and bringing in a veteran backup. But I think the main thrust of what we're going to see now this season, in this offseason, is re-signing, restructuring contracts of the players that are on this team that they feel are their core that can take them to the next step over the next three to five years. And I think that's the emphasis going here. And the, luckily, again, you have a situation where, where maybe Jameis Winston, because he didn't get a chance to get on the field this year, He's not going to be a guy that's going to be out on, on, on the open market where teams are going to be running to his doorstep, throwing millions of dollars at him to be able to put on their helmet. 
So they're probably going to get Jameis on the cheap. If he works out, fine. If he doesn't work out, well, then at that point you move on. But it's not going to be because of his lack of, lack of, of talent, lack of experience. It's going to be because those bad habits were never broken, and you can't break them. And if ultimately, again, if you can't break bad habits here in New Orleans, Jameis Winston is done, and he knows he's done. This is his last stop on the hit parade when it comes to being a starter in the NFL because now he has come to New Orleans. He's sat behind, uh, behind Drew Brees. He's learned under Drew Brees. He's learned under Sean Payton. He's had that one-year sabbatical to be able to learn the offense inside and out with no pressure to perform. So I think it's Jameis Winston. And I think that we'll, we'll see Taysom Hill as the backup and as the jack of all trades. And if by some strange occurrence, Taysom Hill wins the, wins the job, then he wins the job. But then you've got to worry about injury because of the way he plays. So then Taysom Hill, is, uh, I'm sorry, then Jameis Winston is just a heartbeat away from the starting quarterback anyway. As I said before, you start throwing, you know, some of these names out to me, Sam Darnold, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, Stafford, Watson. I mean, we go right down the line, Garoppolo, Garoppolo all these, they all sound nice. But a lot of these guys are on contracts that pay them a lot of money. And the Saints right now, the emphasis needs to be on re-signing the, the, the core of this team and hope that the quarterback in, in, that you have in your room right now is good enough to be able to win games for you. Or, or let me say it this way, not lose games for you. And that's where the rubber hits the road for, for Jameis Winston. Look, Brees threw three, three interceptions in the playoffs. Taysom Hill was an interception, uh, was a turnover king when, when he was behind center. So what's the difference at this point? We've seen a lot of turnovers out of these quarterbacks. And in op- opportune times. But Jameis has to work on one thing, decision-making, making the right decision, learning to, again, live another day, live another play. Don't try to, again, think your arm can overpower everything. Be smart. And I think we'll know from Peyton whether, whether he passed that, he had got that passing grade uh, in, in the Oxford of offensive football. If that sabbatical was worth it oh, for for. Jameis Winston, if he learned what he needed to learn to be a true NFL, a well-rounded NFL quarterback that doesn't get his team beat. And if he's done that, the Saints may have hit the Powerball. But only time will tell. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Gary Smith. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up on Tulane, all you Tulane fans, what's happening on the basketball team, what's happening with the, the football team. Also, you UNO fans, stick around because he covered the UNO basketball team. We'll get his take on UNO. All that coming up. Second hour. It'll be Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com talking about the brand-new defensive coordinator for the LSU Tigers. Also, again, the comings and goings of the Tigers. We'll talk about that. Uh, Remember, the Tigers also have some other um, uh, positions to fill within their coaching staff. Durante Jones, now the the new defensive coordinator uh, for the LSU Tigers. And then we'll finish up with Fletcher Mack of Channel 6 Sports. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? 
How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Avenue. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delanusi, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the A.C.? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the A.C. bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your A.C. system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. My sweet chick's feeling squeaky clean. When Charmin's rolling behind the scenes, Charmin TV gives me those cheeky clean feet. Charmin Ultra Strong just cleans better. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. That's why you can use an entire bottle to make buffalo chicken dip. The kind you might make for when you're watching the game at home. And maybe this year there's less people around to watch the game with. But that just means there's more dip. And it's all for you. Some of you may say, that's too much dip. But deep down in your heart of hearts, you know it isn't. So go ahead. Finish it. Frank's Red Hot don't judge. Frank's Red Hot. I put that sh** on everything. Let me put the bow on Jameis Winston before we move on to Gary Smith and talk a little Tulane and UNO. One other thing I didn't mention that, that, uh, that he did in the offseason last year was he had LASIK surgery on his eyes. 
And, and one thing he said that after he had the LASIK surgery is that he couldn't believe how well he saw, especially, again, from a long distance. So, you know, I'm not saying that the interceptions were a byproduct of, of the fact that he couldn't see. But, again, maybe the LASIK sur- surgery helps him. All I'm saying is he's had an opportunity of a lifetime to study under Breeze and Peyton. And if he can't get it after doing that, well, then he's not going to get it anywhere. But right now, if, we, if you were to believe what Peyton has to say, he says the quarterback's in the room. You'll definitely get Jameis Winston on a good contract. And even at the very least, he could be a bridge guy to the next quarterback. We'll see how it plays out. Let's shift gears. Gary Smith of The Wave Report, also NOLA.com and The Advocate, join us now. How are you, Gary? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Good to have you back, my friend. Let's talk a little, first of all, a little bit about the, uh, the, the Tulane basketball team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and the head coach has been in COVID-19 hell yep. right now. Yeah. Uh, give us the latest update on what's happening with, with, the Waves, uh, with the Waves men team. Sure. Ryan Hunter, he had tweeted that he had COVID last week, um, but he talked um, for the first time since um, he since he, he he went out w- with COVID today, and he and he said it was he said it's, he's been a, it's been a living hell for him. He said he's only about sixty percent right now, but that he for about a week he had a hard time getting out of bed. You know he, he he's in the he, he's fifty six years old. Um, he's a lot more in the target area of people that have problems with COVID than his than, than his players are. And it's just he, he said it's just been a, he described it as a living hell, just having to watch his team play on TV when he was sick. All right, when he was sick. Just everything about it, just how bad he felt, um, and he, he's kind of worried about the health, the mental health of his team because several of the players have gotten it too. Um, they are obviously doing better. Most of them should be available for the for, for the game Thursday night against Houston. But mm-hmm. he just says it's just been just mentally the toughest season for for everybody around, and and, and now him included with 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 with, with his with the problems he's had. How talented is this basketball team? The which team the Houston or Tulane? No, no, the Tulane, the the Tulane team. This is the first time we're really talking basketball with them. Yeah, they're not. They've got players. The difference between last year and this year, this Tulane team is going to struggle this year. I think they're going to struggle for the rest of the year. Probably they'll, they'll, they can win some games, but they're they're going to be in the bottom third of the, the conference. But but the difference between this year and last year is last year was a stopgap team made of graduate transfers who were all going to be gone <laughs> after one year. This team has some building blocks for the for, for the future. Jalen Forbes, the guard from Alabama, the, really the, the highest ranked recruit that Tulane's had com- from coming out of high school when he signed with Alabama since the Perry Clark era, and he's shown it this year. Um, he, he's been Tulane's leading scorer. He's been clearly their best player. But they have a freshman, Sion James, who has not put up eye-popping stats, but he's going to be an all-conference player down the road and, and quite possibly next year. He's, just, he, he's not a great shooter right now, but he's incredibly smart. He's tough. He plays great defense. He can get to the basket. When he adds the outside shot to his repertoire, he's going to be a, a terrific guard in, in, in this conference and, and so they're, they're going to have a backcourt that's excellent down the road he still has to fill in with some more offense because where this team really struggles this year is offense but you can see how this team can become a a, a, a contender in the conference down the road as long as these guys stick together because this is a very young team ron hunter anticipates these guys being together for at least three years mm-hmm. unfortunately for them this is the this is the incubation process and right now they're yes. overmatched for the most part in, in the conference they've just got too many young guys and just quite frankly not enough guys who can put the ball in the basket with on a consistent basis and, and, and it's hard to win that way we uh we'll get back to Tulane football in a moment you uh cross town uh, the UNO privateers on the coach slash mm-hmm. you had a chance to be able to cover them uh what did you see and, and, t- and talk a little bit about uh, where that team is 
Yeah, it's tough. It, they, it, it was kind of hard to judge. They, they had the worst start in, in, in program history. They, they started one and nine. Now, the, the schedule they play now in, in, in the Southland Conference, this is, this is different from 25 years ago. It's, 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 it's a league where you're, you're, you're taking guarantees to play on the road a lot of times. They, they had, had a tough schedule. They, they, they have a hard time winning those games. Um, but it, coming off of last year when they were picked to win the league and finish second to last in a 13-team league, it was it – was, pretty troubling that they were entering conference play at one and nine they lost their first two conference games on the road and then they came home and they, they it looks like they found a lot of answers they, they were not playing good teams but they they dominated they won three straight games by 15 points or more they scored a lot of points they've got a, a good mixture of seniors um, and, and some younger guys contributing then they went on the road to Nichols and got shelled <laughs> on Saturday. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of a wait and see with this team. But it doesn't for a, when they when they started one and nine, it looked like this could be a team that could that could really really be going down the tubes this year. Yes. And, and and the way they played recently, I don't think that's going to happen. They're not the conference championship, and that's where that's where Mark Schlesinger wants them to be. But I think they can be a respectable team this year, and I think they have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way, and they have a chance to pile up some wins just like they did in their three-game homestand last week, and and so so we'll see. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen them be a little more nickel, though. They were, they were down six at halftime, and then the next time I checked the score, they were down 25. Uh, yeah, well, and Nichols look like they're the class of, of the yep. conference right now. So, you yep. know, again, we'll see how it is. But good to see, again, that, that, that program starting to mm-hmm. rebound. Coach Les is a really good, good coach. He is. And uh, he's had some tough times over the last year or so. So, uh, hopefully, again, that, that he's turning that program around. All right, let's, let's talk Tulane football. Because, man, since we talked last, so much has happened over the last couple of weeks uh, with comings and goings and mm-hmm. grant transfers, et cetera. Get us up to date on what's happened with Tulane. Sure, they've had Tulane has had four grad transfers come into the program. I think these guys will be more successful than than last year when when Tulane's grad transfers, quite frankly, weren't hits. <laughs> um, they brought in a, a a tackle, an offensive tackle, Jalen Miller, last year, who they thought was going to be a linchpin of the offensive line. He ended up being a backup, who then was completely abused at the end of their bowl game against Nevada when he had to come in because of because of injuries. Um, and they really didn't hit on any of their grad transfers last year. Their most recent one, they got Darian Rakestraw. He's not he's not one of these guys who went to a big school and then couldn't play. He's a guy who was second on the team in tackles this this past year. had had over six tack seven tackles a game. He was one of their leading tacklers two years ago. Um, he he's he wants to play for Tulane in his final year. I would think he would come in and be a starter at safety. And and we know Tulane needs defensive back help after watching Tulane this last year. Right. That guy, he seems like a guy, this is again, it doesn't seem like he's a risk. This is a guy who was productive in the Pac-12. Um, Colorado only played six games this past year. They they won four of them and he was extremely productive. And then they've got a bunch of local kids that are, that are transferring in um, as grad transfers. Devin Brumfield was a pretty big recruit. Um, uh, when he out of Covington, when he went to when he went to Utah as a, as a running mm-hmm. back, he's a he's, um, he he they they need running back depth right now because Stefan Hutterson has left the program. He's decided he's going to be play his final year somewhere else. Um, they don't they, they're hoping to have Ty J Spears back 100 percent that next year, but with a torn ACL, you n- you never know what what his situation is going to be. So getting Devin Brumfield at running back was, was was a huge addition. And then the one that's the most intriguing to me is Siron Sutton who played for a high school that I thought I'd never heard of, Lake Area Tech in New Orleans. <laughs> They've now changed their name to John Kennedy, um, which okay. 
the old John Kennedy, obviously. The old the John years, Kennedy, but, right? But but uh, but because uh, when I saw Lake Area Tech, I was like, huh, what? And yeah, that and, and that was what happened to him in recruiting. He was a really good player playing for a horrible team. Ended up at McNeese State. If he'd have mm-hmm. stayed for his final year at McNeese State, he would have gone down as by far the most accomplished receiver in McNeese history. He's got speed. Obviously, it's a jump going from McNeese to to Division. To, to, to Tulane, but Tulane needs help at wide receiver too, and I, I, it looks like he's ready to make that jump. And then they also got Lance Robinson, um, a former Dallas Al player who was playing at Kansas State, uh, another defensive back. So that it, it, it's a, it, it, they mined the grad transfer successfully until last year to, to fill gaps, and, and it looks like they're doing that again this year. And I think this year will be more like the past years and under Willie Fritz from the grad transfers as opposed to last year. We've seen some defections, too, uh, yep. a, a, a few players. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mentioned Stefan Hudson. He's right. a loss. He, his first couple of years at Tulane, he was not really that effective. Um, he got better as a junior, and this year he was, in my opinion, once Ty J. Spears went down, I thought he was Tulane's best running back. He mm-hmm. he hit the holes well. Um, I think you know, he had a lot of people, and I, I, I'm not going to speak for him really, um, but he did have a lot of people in his ears. I know some relatives were upset that he wasn't playing earlier. I think right. when Devin Brumfield transferred, that he felt like it might be another situation where he would need somebody to get hurt to be a prime guy again, and he wants to be a prime guy in his last year. But then also his, his father died of coronavirus um, right, <laughs> um, right before the bowl game too um yes. he, he's from mississippi so it's hard to get the the, the whole story on that but but he, he'll definitely be a loss it's at a position where if ty j spears comes back 100 percent tulane also has cam carroll they they, they mm-hmm. should be able to handle it other than that I mean, they you know they they um as everybody expected keon howard announced yesterday that he's leaving yes. the program but he was probably going to be the third string quarterback next year that's he he was a great guy on the team. He handled being benched well. He he tutored Michael Pratt. Probably wasn't going to get on the field much at, if if at all next year. Um, and and I think you know you're you're going to lose some other guys. They lost Willie Langham, who was a, he, he started at cornerback this year, but right. he wasn't that productive. He was okay. Um, he was not. They were not expecting him to start. <laughs> um, he kind of started by default um, as the year went along. And and that's that. He I think he doesn't feel confident that he will be the starter next year and that's where you you see that they'll i'm sure they'll be and they've lost some other backups along the way too here but really to me the only one that's really significant that they lost is stefan hudderson and that's at a position where they probably will be okay willie fritz has certainly done well with running backs his whole career in new orleans tulane baseball getting ready to uh to to get started as well talk about you wrote recently about their schedule yeah yeah, it's a pretty good schedule. They, uh, they, um, one LSU's back on the schedule, coming to Turchin Stadium for the first time in three years after their little dispute that got them off the schedule a, a couple of years ago. Um, they were gonna they were gonna play at the on airline last year before the before the COVID nineteen pandemic hit and wiped out the season. Um, Tulane, I, I, Tulane plays at Mississippi State for the first time in, in, in forever, just about. Mississippi State's supposed to be a top-10 team. That'll be a really good test uh, uh, to find out where this Tulane baseball team is early in the year. And then the other thing is that the, the conference is just playing a ton of games this year because they, they feel like that's a safer way to go about it, Not play no yes. non-conference games once the conference schedule starts. You, you Four-game series on the weekend instead of three-game series. That should help Tulane because a team that was – pitching starved for the first three years under Travis Jewett is pitching deep now. So if any team could handle having to find four starters on the weekend, it should be Tulane, which has maybe the best, 
pitcher in the country coming back in Braden Oltoff and their other their Saturday and Sunday starters coming back from last year too. They just need to find one more, and they should have a heck of a weekend rotation. Um, it, 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 this should be a really good team this year. My the only caveat is. Although Tulane was thirteen and two last year, when the, mm-hmm. and, and looking really good, they didn't really play anybody that was that that was a proven great team in those first fifteen games. We were about to find out they were supposed to play a ranked Long Beach State, Long Beach Beach State team right when the pandemic hit. Um, yes. So that would be the only question mark for me is um, is they hadn't really proven it against top competition last year. And that's why I'm going to be fascinated by that early season series, second week in the year at Mississippi State. Let's see what Tulane can do um, against a, a, a team of that level on, on the road. I mean, I, I, I like their chances on the, in the first game with Braden Oltoff because he's, he's right. just unreal good. I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable. This guy, he, he pitched two games in Tulane's Fall World Series, seven innings, 14 strikeouts, three hits, no runs. He takes every game seriously. That was no, that was no fluke what he did in his four starts last year. He's just he's he's incredibly talented. Pretty amazing. I can't wait to see yeah. him. Uh, let, let anybody that wants to find out anything that's going on with Tulane, Tulane Athletics, you have a great site. Tell the folks about it. Sure, it's TulaneRivals.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. If you go right now, um, I, I just put on the message board, I posted my entire eight-minute interview w- w- with Ron Hunter, some pretty illuminating stuff. He, he said he, he felt his, his perspective has changed <laughs> since he got COVID-19 about what's going on in, 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 in basketball right now. And, and really what he mm-hmm. said was he's most concerned about the mental health of his players, um, that it's just, been, <laughs> it's just been a tough deal for them, having to deal with all these cancellations, postponements, him not being around, players getting coronavirus, stuff like that. Um, He's not all about the wins and losses for the rest of the year. He's about making sure his team is mentally, the mental health of the team is in good shape because he he really is excited about the prospects of his team in the future with all of these guys coming back. Sounds good. Uh, also, the uh, the Twitter feed is Twitter feed is at Gare Smith G U E R Smith. Um, any breaking news? If you had some wrong news earlier today when I wrote that every Tulane basketball player was going to be uh, available for Thursday, I had heard early word of that. But Ron Hunter mm-hmm. said, as of today, they only had eight players practicing. He expects more to come out of quarantine by by game time. But there there definitely should be a few people missing for what's going to be a, a, a tough assignment against sixth ranked Houston on Thursday night at Devon yep, Field. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to getting back with you soon. Thanks for having me on the show. That's uh, Gary Smith. Again, the Wave Report, com, and The Advocate. Hey, don't forget, if you're in the market for a generator, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They do single-day installs. That's right. You call, they'll come out and do a single-day install. Financing available for generators, you can pay that over time. Also, if you have a generator, they have 24-7, 365 emergency service with a warehouse full of stock with all the parts you need for your generator. And if you've got your your generator at your home or your business and you utilize that over 100 hours during the last storm season, you have to have a professional go in and service it. Let Burkhardt do that for you. Burkhardt will come out, give you a 30-minute courtesy call, 15 trucks in the field. They're the experts when it comes to generators. Whether you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, whether it's generator sales or service, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com acpromise.com 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958. Offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies. Serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504-277-7520. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. <coughs> uh, I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Seriously? I'm sick. Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. I love you, honey. And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. New DayQuil Severe Honey. The soothing honey-licious daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, power through your day medicine. Use as directed. KFC's Colonel Sanders here. We all love sitting down to a home-cooked meal with family. But there's rarely enough hours in the day to do the cooking. So let me do the cooking for you. Well, not me personally, that's just a turn of phrase. Your KFC will do the actual cooking. The point is, let someone else do the home cooking for you. Come to KFC and pick up a $20 fill-up. That's eight pieces of chicken or 12 tenders and all the fixings to feed your family. Order ahead at KFC.com. 
Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. $20 Philip not available with delivery. Tax and substitution extra. Delivery service and additional fees may apply. Sham Sharania is uh, reporting via Twitter that the Pelicans are viewed as a key team in the NBA trade market. They're receiving calls about Lonzo Ball and J.J. Redick from interested teams and have shown an openness to discussing both per sources. So, again, no surprise there for, for the Pelicans. They may be moving on from some of their players. Something's got to happen. We'll talk, with that. I'll talk about that with Fletcher Mackle at 535. Coming up just after the break, it, it's going to be Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us in the program. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Our man, Eric. 
Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM, Nyash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Listen live all uh, on those apps also, Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com, the podcast. You can download that at your leisure, all your favorite uh, podcasting platforms, all the major ones. Uh, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Spreaker, Google, you name it, we're on it. If we're not on your favorite platform, drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com, and I'll do my best to get it on your favorite platform. So, it'll, you know, easy for you to be able to uh, peruse and uh, to find the show. By the way, if you're looking for the show, uh, Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher radio show is uh, which you uh, key in. And should come right up for you. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, joins me on the program. Uh, Thursday, live broadcast on WLAE-TV at 1 p.m. Rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on Thursday on LAE. On the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2 at 10 p.m. on Thursday. Friday, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2 at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. I want to thank uh, Gary Smith for joining us in the first hour. You're literally two minutes away from Brian Lassar of TigerBait.com. He'll join us, giving us the latest on what's happened with the Tigers. And then Fletcher Mackle will talk Saints and uh, Pelicans with us at 535. Uh, Got uh, an email while we were... in, in the break, uh, a, a listener wondering, again, what the Saints look like in terms of the draft. Because look, let me say it again. The Saints have to re-sign their core. They don't have a lot of money to go into free agency and, and to be able to pluck uh, big-time free agents. The emphasis has to be on, again, well, restructuring contracts, getting rid of this dead money, and then signing their own, okay, and then working with the draft. The draft, they don't have a lot. They got the, the first round pick. It's the 28th pick in the draft. They they have a second round pick. They have a third round compensatory pick for Terry for, for uh, Teddy Bridgewater. A third round compensatory pick for Terry Fontenot, uh, and then a fourth round pick. Uh, they have their fifth round pick is going to go to San Francisco based on playing time for Quan Alexander. Uh, the, the, their sixth round pick, if you remember, they traded uh, to get Tommy Stevens, who ultimately ended up with uh, Carolina anyway. Uh, the seventh-round pick was forfeited for, because of COVID-19 protocol violations. Um, also, uh, the, when I was researching this, I, I was wondering, where's A.J. Klein? Because they should have gotten a, a pick for A.J. Klein, who went to, to uh, Buffalo and started for them. It started, had significant playing time. Uh, but supposedly the NFL is not going to convey that sixth-round pick to uh, the Saints because they waited too long to be able to add Jameis Winston to the, uh, to, to the, uh, uh, to the team. Uh, thus, again, the NFL feels like they were circumventing the rules and they're not going to give uh, the Saints the, a six-round pick, a compensatory pick for, uh, uh, for A.J. Klein, which i got to tell you sucks. Okay, well, it sucks. Uh, there's no doubt about that. sucks. Uh, that's just, you know, that's the NFL and the Saints back and forth. So the Saints have lost their seventh-round pick because of COVID-19 violations. Again, that came from the league. And now they're going to lose a six-round compensatory pick because the league felt like they were circumventing the rules when it came to, again, putting Jameis Winston uh, on, on, the, um, on the team, uh, thus, again, losing that pick for A.J. Klein. So not a lot of picks for the Saints, which means a lot of undrafted free agents will be coming in. 
which we've seen in the past. And, of course, that's why it was so important to keep Jeff Ireland on this team, uh, especially when you start talking about the way he has drafted for this team uh, since those seven and nine seasons. Uh, it's a big, big, big year for the Saints. And we talked a lot about the uh, quarterback room in the first hour. Uh, th- that's pretty much the lay of the land when it comes to the draft. All right, let's, uh, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program, he's one of the best we have. I love reading his stuff. Uh, you know, again, he's so knowledgeable when it comes to LSU football, basketball, baseball, you name it, he's on top of it. Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com joins us on the program. Brian, how are you? Good, Eric. How you doing tonight? Doing great, Brian. Thanks for the time, as always, man. I really appreciate it. No problem. Brian, let's start off with, with again, the new defensive coordinator for the LSU Tigers. Talk a little about it. Say again. Uh, broke. You broke the, up the uh, the new Durante Jones, the the new defensive coordinator for the for the Tigers. Well, you know he, he's a young guy. This is what I've talked talking to a couple people about him. Uh, I was told good guy, uh, good position coach. Uh, worked under Dave Aranda at Wisconsin for a year. Certainly has Louisiana ties having coached at Nichols State and a couple of high schools. Uh, I asked, well, what about running a defense? And the response was, well, we're not sure. You know, he uh, I guess he ran the defense at Bowie State. Right. So, uh, I look, uh, after what happened last year, and I will go back again. I think the last time I was on with you, I brought this up. Yes. Going back to what happened last summer. I think that Ed Ogeron felt that he and his coaching staff was not in touch with the players. Uh, And I think he looked at the staff, and they had a lot of older guys, and he's gone the opposite direction. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so far he's brought in younger guys. I mean, he's made – he has to make five hires. He's made three. Uh, Jake Peets and DJ Mangus on offense, and now Durante Jones on defense, and all three of those guys are less than 40 years old. Yes. So he's got to make two more defensive hires. I would anticipate both of these guys are going to be younger guys too. Mm-hmm. So he's – I think that he felt more than anything else he needed to get a younger staff more in touch with uh, today's athlete, and that's how he has gone out uh, – you know, hiring his coaches so far. Yeah, and, and honestly, Brian, if you remember, I agree with you. I also thought that he tried to bring more African-Americans on the staff. He has an African-American defensive coordinator now. I think that's going to be that was part of the MO going into this search uh, when, when they were looking uh, to either get younger and also to, to have more coaches of color. I think that's the direction they're going to go. Now, the question is, again, and I had the same question for Jake, for Jake Pease as I, as I have uh, for Jones, uh, can they coordinate on, on the major college level? We don't know. I mean, uh, we're going to find out. Uh, you know, you, LSU has, you know, if you look at LSU's recent, uh, let's say, defensive coordinator hires, uh, Bo Pelini, uh, certainly established veteran coach, Dave Aranda, not old, you know, you know but had some experience as a coordinator, certainly in Wisconsin. Uh, they had Kevin Steele for a year, certainly a veteran coach. They hired John Chavis, certainly a veteran coach. Uh, so you can see that uh, 
that they've not. This this is going a little bit against the grain, you know, young and not with experience. And yes, you know, you can do the same thing. Look at the offensive coordinators that they've hired. They had the same thing. Now look, when they were going to go back, when Nick Saban hired Jimbo Fisher, you know, Jimbo was like thirty-four years old. Now he had been at Cincinnati as a coordinator, but uh, he was young. And uh, look, we're just going to have to. Everybody's going to have to wait and see and see how the how Durante Jones on defense and Jake Pete's on offense, how that works out. Also, again, a lot of rumors out there. Eli Ricks may be looking to move on to either Ohio State or USC. Some people have told me again they've rebuffed that those rumors. What are you hearing? Uh, same thing, you know. You, you hear that. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, you know. I'm not hearing. I've heard both. I've heard, yeah, he's looking to go. Mm-hmm. Then I've heard, no, that's nothing to it. So, guess we'll have to wait and see and see if if at any time uh, Ricks puts his name in the in the transfer portal. Also, there there was a, a lot of talk that that um, uh, that they would also uh, have a chance to be able to get, to get the big tight end back. Uh, your, your your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I I haven't heard that as much. So I just think that uh, I think that ship sailed, and I think Eric Gilbert will be somewhere else next year. But it, it, it is it does I don't know. It, I've said this on this program, and I think you and I have discussed it as uh, as well in the past. The players recommitting to the program to me has kind of changed the narrative a bit from what we saw when we saw a lot of those players that they were opting out in the middle of the season. It seems like, again, it, it's kind of solidified the program uh, as, as, again, we, we look forward to next season. Would you agree with that? Yeah, well, let's, let's look at the offensive line. You know, all five starters could have left, okay? All, in fact, you throw in Cam Wire, all six were draft eligible. Uh, I it sort of surprised me that it all came back. You know, I didn't know if Austin Deculus would come back for yet another year. Uh, I definitely thought there was a good chance Ed Ingram would leave just because, you know, he's had some off-the-field issues. Uh, you know, maybe he felt it was time. Same with Darry Rosenthal. He's, he's had off-the-field issues. Uh, Liam Shanahan, oh, I can sort of see him coming back and taking a second senior year. So the fact that they got every one of those offensive linemen back is surprised me. And the same thing on the defensive line. You know, the Neil Farrell, Glenn Logan, mm-hmm. and uh, Andre Anthony, all three of those guys elected to come back. Now, look, I'm not saying any of those three guys are all conference players, but that group, the defensive line group, is kind of thin. So if you get three veteran guys like that back, I think that really is going to help. You know, it's going to help your your defense next year, which as it tries to rebuild. Plus, you had some talented young players that were sitting behind these players that you will hope you will hope will emerge, and that would be on both to me, both the offensive and defensive lines. Well, look. There's no young offensive lineman that's playing next year. You know, no so the offensive Thomas's line. Cardell and all those guys, they're not, they're not they, going to break not, the lineup. They, no, they're not playing next year. Look, no, there's no offensive line coach that, you know, you can go back and look at every offensive line coach LSU's had going back mm-hmm. 10 years. They pick their five or six guys or seven guys, and they cross-train them, and that's it. Those are the only guys that play. They're not going to 
put other guys in. So we know, okay, here are the top six offensive linemen for LSU next year. That's known. If they all stay healthy, we know who's starting. We know Cam Wire can back up at both tackle and guard, and that's who's going. Now, uh, defensive line is a different situation because you need to play more guys there. Yes. But, I, I, you know, the defensive line, the young guys, look, Eric, the only guy that I thought at the end of the year, the young guy that I said, oh, he's making a pretty nice contribution was Jacqueline Roy. You know, B.J. Ojolari, he really, he made a, he had a couple of bright moments in the middle of the year, but the last half of the year, he was just a situational pass rusher, and that was it. That was the only time he was on the field. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and Jacoby and Gilry never played. So, you know, people talk about, you know, Ojolari and Roy. I'll give you Roy. I thought he made strides, and I think he, look, it wouldn't surprise me. In fact, I would be disappointed if Roy doesn't start ahead of either, uh, you know, Farrell or Logan. I, I would mm-hmm. be disappointed if that's not the case. Uh, Ojolari? Uh, you know, look, I, I'm not so sure. I think he's he's a little bit too light now. Does LSU switch back and use a three man line more than a four man front? And does Ojolari now become an outside linebacker and play the position like Caleb Von Chasson and Arden Key did under Aranda? Now that's a different story because I think he fits a little bit better there. But I know this: uh, B.J. Ojolari is not a if you're lining up in a four-man front and it's not a pass rush situation, he's not physically ready to be a defensive end. Well, with, with that said, do we know what defense Durante Jones is going to run? Now, we heard Ozron say earlier on a radio interview a couple of weeks ago that he wanted a guy that could be flat, that could, do, uh, that could play either 3-4 or 4-3. Are they going to be defined in terms of what type of, uh, of defense they're going to run? I hope they define it according to what their personnel is. Right, not like last year. <laughs> I mean, if if they have, you know, look, last year they were shy both at linebacker and at yes. uh, at defensive line. Mm-hmm. But they were gonna they were gonna press the issue with four defensive linemen no matter what. Uh, I don't know. I mean, does the does is BJ Ojolari good enough that you can play him as at that rush linebacker position in a three three five? Well, if he is, then maybe they'll go to a three man front. But if they don't have that pass rusher for that situation, and I don't think, you know, neither Baskerville nor Damone Clark fit that. Uh, the junior college linebacker they, that they have signed, he doesn't really fit that. So the only pass rushing type linebacker guy you got is Ojolari, and if he can't fill that bill, then I guess you're going to have to – you. You're looking at a four-two-five nickel package. Uh, final question before we go to break: uh, As far as the as the upcoming signing date, uh, any surprises you anticipate for LSU or uh, the guys that have committed will sign on the dotted line? Well, uh, Ed, I think he was on today and said they they have a they have 20, 20 signees. They have two solid mm-hmm. commitments, so that's twenty-two. So they got three spots open. Uh, there's three high school kids they're looking at, and there are three transfer uh, portal linebacker guys that they're looking at. So they got six guys. I'm sure he'd like to get one of those 
transfer linebackers and then a couple of the high school guys that he has pinpointed, and that would complete the, you know, that would complete the the class. Uh, if you look at it, look, they certainly need linebacker help. They probably need that more than anywhere else because if you ask me today, uh, you know, okay, who are the linebackers? Well, they got three, and one of the three is an incoming junior college guy who, you know, you know, okay, we'll have to see how good he is when he gets here. But that's it. I mean, it doesn't look like any of the young linebackers that they've signed the last couple of years have yet panned out to where you can say, okay, yeah, we can include them. They certainly didn't do much last year at, at that spot. So linebacker help they need. Uh, you know, tight end help they need. You know, I know they they've already signed one tight end. Uh, I mean, I think Cole Taylor in the last few games when he played after Eric Gilbert transferred, I thought he did okay, and I think mm-hmm. he, he, he'll he be all right now. Is he an Eric Gilbert as far as a receiver? No, but I think he can be a, a solid tight end, but they certainly need more help there. And, and they can need some running back help. You know, I know they've got the two freshman backs coming in. I think that what we've seen out of – Davis Price, Emery, Josh Williams, Trey Bradford, uh, you know, okay. But certainly none of them is at the point where they are ready to to be the – have shown yet that they, they're ready to be the guy. Now, maybe Davis right. Price does do, do that this year. I don't know. Brian, I always appreciate your time very much. Tell us about Tiger Bait, how folks can subscribe, and how folks can follow you on social media. Go to www.tigerbait.com and sign up. All the recruiting, of course, we're getting close to the February signing date. Mike Scarborough will have everything on that. And you can follow me on Twitter at DLDore, at B-L-D-O-R-E. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, anytime, Eric. Thank you. That's Brian Lazar, TigerBait.com. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. It's been kind of wet and damp today. I told you last week about tire siping. Uh, if you're tired of slipping and sliding on the streets of New Orleans, you might want to consider uh, tire siping. Uh, if your tires can't handle the wet streets of the Crescent City, siping's the answer. At Southern Tire, they're the tire siping experts. Tire siping will include your ga- improve your gas mileage, and but more importantly, incl- uh, it will uh, improve the traction on the wet surfaces. Uh, during the summertime, it'll manage tiger... Uh, the, the, the tire heat uh, in the dog days of a New Orleans summer. So, again, you, you, it's a trifecta for you. Improving your gas mileage, traction on wet services, managing tire heat in the dog days of, of the New Orleans summer. So, again, you're going, you're going to extend the life of those tires. Uh, when you talk about tire siping, uh, not everybody does it. But at Southern Tire, they have the latest equipment when it comes to tire siping. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You can give them a call at 504-737-1558. Or go find out more about tire siping at their website, southerntire.com. That's Southern Tire, uh, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Project Shine makes it easy for good people to connect with great causes bringing fresh light to a dark and troubled world. When you help someone else, you help yourself, and that makes the world a better place. Visit Volunteer Match and brighten someone's day today. Thanks for being a part of Project Shine. 106.1 Nash Icon. 
This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible delivers the best audio entertainment all in one app. Choose a plan that's right for you and make it a year of Audible Originals. Best-selling audiobooks, popular podcasts, and more. Start listening free with a 30-day trial at audible.com. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side coming into the city from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe exit. Also be mindful of backups on 10 eastbound from just past the Elysian Fields to the high rise. And on the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 fillet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle are you really ready for hurricane season hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us so this year be proactive be ready and get burkhardt burkhardt is an authorized generac generator dealer that sells installs and services generac generators and now through june 23rd you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new generac generator through burkhardt take it from me eric asher when it comes to sales and service of generac generators visit burkhardt at acpromise.com Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. I want to thank Brian Lazar for joining us. Uh, a little bit after uh, 5.35, it'll be Fletcher Mackle Channel 6 Sports. Tell, tell you a little bit about the Pelicans. Of course, their game last night against San Antonio was postponed uh, for contact tracing. It was not someone on either team that had contracted COVID-19, uh, but it was someone within the organizations, the travel teams. Uh, so, again, that would be, you know, people that are maybe helping them, again, when they're on their destinations, when they're on the road. Uh, Andrew Lopez is reporting the Pelicans uh, practice today, uh, which means that, again, they're, 
everybody came back negative, which is good news because the Pelicans need the practice time more than anything else. I talked about Sham Sharania, uh, his tweet earlier uh, today saying that the Pelicans are listening uh, to offers for J.J. Redick and, and also Lonzo Ball. Uh, to me, it makes really good sense to be able to, again, uh, look for those two. First of all, Ball doesn't it, – it, look, Ball fit – the Alvin Gentry system perfectly. The type of guard he is, up and down the floor, not a guy that likes to get in the, in the mix and penetrate in, in the middle and get physical, but, again, he's a great passer. Uh, again, he just doesn't fit the Van Gundy system. He is in his contract year because next year uh, it's like $14 million when you start talking about the um, talking about what it's going to cost them, them uh, to be able to keep him uh, just, just on, on his um, – on his restricted uh, on his restricted salary, it's uh, 14.359 uh, next year. No, no way you're paying Lonzo Ball 14 million dollars. Okay, it's not worth it at this point. Especially when you got young guards that are, that, that are on, on on the bench right now that are costing a lot less. Uh, when, when you talk about uh, Kyra Lewis and also uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, also JJ Redick. Look, the guy missed the playoffs last year. He is in a slump. Yes, you'd love to see him be able to, 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 again, get his shot going. But when he's not shooting well, as I mentioned on this program yesterday and, and really throughout, throughout the last week or so, uh, if, if he's not hitting, he's a defensive liability. Okay, so, you know, same thing with Melly. Melly's not hitting. Melly can hit some, the broad side of a barn right now. Both those guys are not helping this team. And when you throw Lonzo Ball in, that's a third. So, again, teams are inquiring about these players right now. And, and I think that, you, again, look, I mentioned it yesterday. You're 5-10. and 10. Uh, you've lost eight of your last nine. These are the losing streaks that sink a ball club. These are the losing streaks that pro- pro- prohibit you from, from being able to get into the playoffs. It's happened to this team over the last few years. They start off very, very slow, and then the rest of the season they're trying to dig themselves out of the hole they created early. They're in that hole now. And, and look, a lot of that has to do with lack of a real, real training camp, lack of a real offseason, turn this thing quick, quickly, the changeover in, in, in the roster, and then the changeover of the coaching staff and the philosophy. Those guys got to learn how to play defense. They got to learn how to play one of the way Van Gundy wants them to play. And that's going to take time. It takes more than 15 games to figure that out. But by 15 games, you can also almost figure out again who fits and who doesn't. So, again, it's going to be incumbent upon Griff to be able to figure out what direction he's going to go and if ultimately he's going to move these players and, and, and try to either bring in players that can help now or, again, continue to stockpile draft picks uh, so, again, they, they'll have more flexibility in the future. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You sign a service agreement with Burkhardt, it'll give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. They're going to contact you to let you know when it's time to schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections on your AC and heating systems. You're going to get priority scheduling. If for some reason you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. Then they're going to give you a 10% discount on that demand emergency service. Because they're monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system, it's going to prolong that equipment life. It's going to last longer. Okay, and then it's going to run safely. And then a byproduct of that is going to reduce your energy bills. It's a win, win, win. Sign a service agreement with Burkhardt like I did. I'm telling you, it's a peace of mind that, that, that always helps when, when you're, you're worried down the line about your air conditioning heating systems. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field. 30-minute courtesy call. Nate certified technicians. Family-owned and operated since 1989. Truly a company you can trust. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 37. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Term supply. Capital One and a member FDIC. <coughs> uh, I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Seriously? I'm sick. Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. I love you, honey. And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. New DayQuil Severe Honey. The soothing honey-licious daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, power through your day medicine. Use as directed. KFC's Colonel Sanders here. We all love sitting down to a home-cooked meal with family. But there's rarely enough hours in the day to do the cooking. So let me do the cooking for you. Well, not me personally, that's just a turn of phrase. Your KFC will do the actual cooking. The point is, let someone else do the home cooking for you. Come to KFC and pick up a $20 fill-up. That's eight pieces of chicken or 12 tenders and all the fixings to feed your family. Order ahead at KFC.com. 
Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. $20 Philip not available with delivery. Taxes, substitution, extra. Delivery service and additional fees may apply. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Joining us on the program now from Channel 6 Sports. He joins us each and every Tuesday. It is Fletcher Mackle. Fletch, how you doing? I am doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Always good. Let's start off with a little Saints talk. Uh, again, Saints Nation going crazy right now over, again, who may be the next quarterback of this team with with Breeze retiring. Of course, Matt Stafford's name is being bantered about. Uh, you wrote something recently, again, on social media. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you give me your thoughts on, again, who may be the next quarterback and why? I think that is a very layered question. Um, I would say the leader in the clubhouse is Taysom Hill. Because Sean Payton has developed Taysom Hill. He believes in Taysom Hill. I think he believes Taysom Hill could lead this team to the playoffs. There's no doubt in my mind. Taysom Hill also went 3-1. and one. His passing numbers were sound. His rushing numbers were good. Absolutely, positively, the fumbles and the ball security were an issue. But I think Taysom Hill is the leader in the clubhouse. I think they also want to bring Jameis Winston back on you know, a cheap deal with incentive that if he becomes the starter and blows everybody away in training camp and surpasses Taysom, well, then he will get paid like a starter. So that's what I think the sane, rational approach should be. That being said, I certainly think Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis being aggressive, you know, dealers, movers, and shakers that they are, the Saints are never going into some rebuild after Drew Brees. You still have Kamara. You still have Michael Thomas. Ramchek, Demario Davis, Cam Jordan. I mean, this is still a team that is capable of winning a lot of games with or without Drew Brees. So they're not going in some massive rebuild. So therefore, I do think they'll be calling on Matthew Stafford, Sam Darnold, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson. It just wouldn't be like them not to do their due diligence and find out about these guys. And I could just see them having a lot of interest in Matthew Stafford. Tremendous arm strength, you know, strong pedigree, has, has really been a, a guy that's a locker room leader. Just as there's so many boxes that he checks, I think, for Sean Payton, that I certainly think they're making calls to Detroit, like a lot of other franchises, to see what the asking price is in a trade. The one thing about Mickey Loomis, though, he's not the kind of guy that's going to do a Mike Ditka and trade an entire draft for someone that the Saints believe in building through the draft, and they've done a good job in recent years. But I could see them being in the Stafford sweepstakes until the bitter end. Just my opinion. Um, I could see it, but I could also see in a year where they're going to have to rework contracts, where they're going to have to try to be able to, again, eliminate the dead money uh, from, from uh, Drew Brees and, and, of course, you know, paying for, the, uh, for, for kicking that can down the road. Uh, and, I, and as I said to the audience, and uh, Fletch, I think you and I talked about it before, look, I think they have a plan. I think they've had a plan all along. Now, the COVID-19 losses when the NFL has maybe thrown a little bit of a monkey wrench in it, but nothing that I don't think that they can't overcome. There will be some players that they will choose to move on from, but they're going to try to keep this core together. With that said, uh, you know, they also, I think, are going to be prudent in terms of, again, what they would give up for a player. Uh, but if they really don't, I think, I think we'll find out a lot how, how Peyton really feels about the quarterback room if ultimately they are going out and getting a Sam Darnold. They are going out and, and, and getting a Matt Stafford. They're trying to bring in a quarterback from outside. Yeah, without question. I mean, look, Sean Peyton has told people that he believes 
Taysom Hill could be the next Steve Young. Right now, he could be the next Steve Young. If they go get Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson or Matthew Stafford, well, then maybe those feelings have changed. And, yes. and they'll say, look, you know, these guys are proving commodities. We still believe in Taysom, and maybe we're sending him someplace else in a trade uh, to, to have his chance. But obviously, everything he has said about Taysom Hill, you certainly say he's, he's shifted or has, has changed his thought process if they go get a Matthew Stafford because mm-hmm. they've, they've spoken glowingly. And, I, and look, I, I think we're all smart enough to realize they're going to continue to say all the right things about Jameis and they're going to continue Absolutely. to say all the right things about Taysom because those are their guys. But if they feel like there's a guy that is better than them or, look, they're still unproven. Jameis is oozing ability. He's never put it together. Taysom is, it has a lot of ability, and Sean Payton has an affinity for him, but they're both, for all practical purposes, unproven. Mm-hmm. Stafford, Watson, Rodgers, those guys aren't. And if they could land one of them, I think they would do it in a heartbeat, and they would pivot from their philosophical stance on those guys. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It just makes it life in, in the way things happen in, in win-now professional sports. Shifting, gear, shifting gears to uh, to Michael Thomas and, and the comments that were made on Twitter over the weekend. Uh, what was your take when you read those immediately? I certainly didn't think it was good. Now, look, he didn't call Breeze out by name, but it goes into that category. You should know what you're tweeting. And if maybe you just are watching football as a fan, aw shucks, I'm just commenting about deep routes and slants and quarterbacks not being able to get it deep. But, oh, by the way, your quarterback has been questioned the last few years because of his age, his arm strength, and his ability to stretch the field. Maybe you should back away from that comment because most people are going to think, for better or worse, that you are throwing some shade and picking on your 42-year-old quarterback who has struggled to get the ball down the field in recent years. So it's either one of those things. It was a diabolical tweet or it was someone who doesn't seem to be very self-aware, and that's not good either for a team leader. So it was either really bad or somebody who just doesn't seem to be in touch with, with, with what's going on in the world and how social media and, and interpretation works. Based on the changes in the persona that we've seen in Michael Thomas since he got paid, and look, there, there is a distinct difference in Michael Thomas pre-contract and post-contract. Uh, whether again, it's on social media, within the within the organ, within the locker room, etc. Do you think that again he's trying to either push his way out to be traded, or maybe the Saints may be thinking maybe this guy's more, more more trouble than he's worth? We've seen this happen before, right? We've seen a uh, Jimmy Graham, Brandon Cooks. We've seen other players be moved after they get these big contracts. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think he's trying to force his way out. I certainly don't think that's the case. But I do think you know things aren't exactly perfect here. He had the bump in the road where he was disciplined this year. Um, Obviously, his production was down. The Saints are going in a different direction um, from the quarterback perspective. You're going to lose a lot of the down-the-roster guys because of salary cap issues. Whether it's by coincidence or design, I certainly think that Michael Thomas knows that his future isn't as rock-solid as it was in New Orleans. And I think the, the Saints know that they'll explore opportunities. And if somebody like the Miami Dolphins, that uh, that's a franchise loaded up with draft picks. If they want to make a move, maybe they make a massive move and go get him. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I certainly think his future is a bit uncertain in New Orleans. I don't know if he's just get me out of here trying to get out, but I certainly think he's, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be me. I'm going to do me. And if that works for you all, great. And if it doesn't, so be it. Find some place for me to go. Because, Fletch, you know, in my opinion, it wasn't just throwing shade at, at, at Drew Brees. Indirectly, he's taking a shot at Sean Payton because Sean Payton is the guy who makes a decision who starts and who sits. Sure. But, I mean, ultimately, I, don't, I mean, Sean Payton is – there was nobody else. I mean, he's not going to play Jameis. He's not going to play Taysom when you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback trying to go to the Super Bowl. And, and, and I do think that Michael Thomas wanted to play hard for Drew Brees. I just think that he realized he's got some limitations. He, he doesn't get the ball down the field like we used to. We are a little bit more predictable than in years past, even when he first got here in 16 and 17, and even into the beginning of 18 when Brees was a strong MVP candidate. So I don't know if it's as much at Sean Payton because he's a little handcuffed. He's not benching Brees as it was at Brees. But I do think that right now Michael Thomas is, situation with the organization as a whole is it's turbulent right now i will say that and the saints aren't giving him away just like the green bay packers today said look aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers is going to win the mvp the last two years he's led that franchise to 13 and three records in back-to-back nfc championship games they're not giving aaron Rodgers away i think their their chief executive said we're not going to be foolish right you're not getting rid of him just to get rid of him the Saints aren't getting rid of Michael Thomas just to dump him. They're sure. going to have to get blown away by an offer, but they could get blown away by an offer this offseason. I'm going to give you an open-ended question here so you can go ahead and pontificate. Um, the state of the New Orleans Pelicans. Not as bad as people think, but certainly not the rosy picture we in the media and everybody was painting when they went undefeated in the preseason and made a lot of moves, hiring Stan Van Gundy, bringing on Stephen Adams, year two of Zion, but not the disaster. And, and, you know, Zion's not demanding a trade anytime soon. They're not firing Stan Van Gundy 15 games into his tenure. I do think that they are building a culture, but you would like to see results sooner rather than later. Um, but not good right now. And I know that that's just maybe not as polarizing as you're looking for. This isn't a disaster. They're not going to be the laughing stock of the league, you know. But, again, you probably would have liked to have seen a better start to the Stan Van Gundy era. It is very difficult, as this team knows, okay, or should know, the hierarchy, to continue to dig these holes early in the season, losing eight, nine games in a row, and then trying to chase that for the rest of the season to try to make that up, it's almost impossible. And they've done it again this year. Yeah, I mean, look, every year they just dig themselves into a hole. They, they, they lose games they should win. They get it together late. It, look, I, we said the same thing. It's a broken record at this point. And it, it's sad, but they are who they are, you know, at some point, you hope for something different. And, and again, the way they play has changed. The, 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 the guys leading the team on the court from a Stan Van Gundy perspective has changed. But really, a lot of things haven't changed. You know, the record, uh, you know, the, 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 the lack of energy, what they do and how they do it. So, yeah, it's just, it's just disappointing. I mean, really, it, it just truly is disappointing. I, I, I'm still on board with Stan Van Gundy. It's only 15 games. Alvin Gentry had right. five years. Um, but 
this is definitely a disappointing start to his tenure because, look, Zion gets 20 to 30 every game. Brandon Ingram's going to get 20 to 30 every game. They don't seem to care defensively. They're not locked in defensively. The pieces around these guys are questionable. The veterans you have seem to be going the wrong way. The shooting is abysmal. There's a lot of things that are upsetting. You know, last year it was the same thing. They scored in buckets, could get yes. up and down the floor in transition, couldn't play defense, didn't seem motivated. So some of the overarching philosophies still seem to be bothering them. But, again, you know, I'm not ready to just burn it down right now and say, you know, they'll never be good, they'll never win. I, I don't know if that's the case, but it's disappointing right now. Sham Sharani reported today, J.J. Redick, Lonzo Ball have been mentioned in, in, in trade talks. Um, some think that, that Griff should let this team grow organically. Some think that, again, that he's got to make a move now. What do you think happens? Well, th- those two things, the trades he's talking about, Sham Sharanya, obviously involve Lonzo Ball and J.J. Redick, who are both free right. agents after this mm-hmm. year. True. There's a difference to me in if you have a chance to get Bradley Beal or a chance to get Carl Anthony Towns, do, do you put all of those draft picks? You've got 11 draft picks over the next seven drafts, 11 first-round draft picks in the next seven drafts. That's a lot of first-round draft pick ammunition. You've got young players like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jackson Hayes, Kyra Lewis, um, D.D. Luzado, who's playing in Australia right now. And then you've got the high salaries to make it match. If you have the chance to get a quote-unquote star or a difference maker, do you go all in? That's an interesting question. Or do you grow it organically? But growing it organically is something that can still happen, even if you trade Lonzo Ball or J.J. Redick, because more than likely – J.J. Redick may chase a championship after this year at 36 mm-hmm. years old, and Lonzo Ball doesn't seem to be part of your future. So I think you can still continue to grow organically and still trade both of those guys, if that makes sense. Sure it does. Eighth highest payroll in the NBA. I checked it today. They dropped down to nine, uh, $133 million. Uh, Gail Benson not getting a lot of bang for her buck right now, especially if you're in the top ten of, 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 in, in salaries. I mean, you want to see something from that. This team has a long way to go, but I think, I think you mentioned, and I mentioned it the other day, a lot of these bad habits, they've been having these bad habits for a while. You've got the core of this team with the Laker team, Lakers and, and the young draftees that they brought in. Third, the three years, three different coaches, three different systems, from, from, again, from leaving college to, to again, the pros with, with Gentry and, and now Van Gundy. It takes a while to kind of figure it out, especially when you're young and you've gone through that many coaches. Yeah, and that's what you don't want to see. You know, that's one of the things that I think the Pelicans hierarchy didn't want to do with Dell Demp is how often do we change coaches? How often do we change executives? You know, that's one of the things that, that, that made Sacramento such an embarrassment for so long. You know, I remember DeMarcus Cousins in his first seven seasons had five head coaches. Um, uh, you you got to get the pieces right, and there has to be an urgency in some way, shape, or form, but you have to balance that with, giving people a chance to find their footing and put systems in place. So I think last year was the year that they figured out it wasn't the right fit. Now this year, let's let Stan Van Gundy build his foundation and and give him a chance to kind of create some type of identity for this team. Now, at some point, he's going to have to have results. It can't just be about creation and building, but I don't know if that's right now. 
Fletch, always appreciate it. Uh, lo- always look forward to our conversations each and every uh, Tuesday. Let the folks know what you guys are covering at Channel 6 Sports and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, we're obviously covering Senior Bowl this week. Mickey Loomis talks tomorrow, so we'll be covering his season-ending wrap-up uh, press conferences. And, uh, and then the Pelicans team, if they can, you know, dig themselves out of this hole they're in. So yep. uh, and, uh, my Twitter is at uh, Fletcher WDSU. That's my social of choice. Thank you, my friend. Uh, look, look forward Thanks, to chatting Jared. with you next week. All right. Thank you. That's Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. Look, you know them for AC. You know them for heating. Now, again, generator sales and service. They're your experts. Tankless water heaters, again, they can install and also service it. But now offering outdoor lighting, ceiling fan installation, electric repair, inspection, and testing. In addition to the APCO whole whole air treatment system, again, which, again, cleans the air in your home uh, through, again, your, your ductwork with this fantastic uh, uh, air treatment system that you don't even know is there. Uh, looking for a company you can trust, Burkhardt checks that box. 15 trucks in the field get to you quickly, they check that box. The 30-minute courtesy call, they're checking that box because, again, they're worried about your time. But also, Nate Certified Technicians and Honest and Reliable Services, 1989. You're looking for a company you can trust, a one-stop shop, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. 
Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with Right Track, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now applying two pounds of force for acceleration. You're really... Up, 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 turning in 0.3 miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's Right Track, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at libertymutual.com slash right track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles based coverages only. Availability varies. Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real life situations. The app is so easy to use and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. You heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Gary Smith of The Wave Report, Brian Lazar of TigerBeat.com, Fletcher Mackle Channel 6 Sports. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in to the program. Certainly appreciate you checking out the show. Remember, the podcast will be up probably about 6.30 on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Got to thank the fantastic sponsors that sponsor our program. Thank you to each and every one of you. Please continue to support those sponsors. Easiest way to find them, go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow of the sponsor sponsoring this program. Click on their icon. It'll take you right to the that website you'll find out all about those great sponsors thank you for supporting those sponsors thank you for those sponsors coming up next my good friend Ju young with all access thanks to rudy back in studio i'm eric asher have a wonderful evening from the dog catch of the governor they all gotta go Better know that